Hello, this is Beredir, and this is a mini-episode that is the addendum to the episode where I played Zoe's A to Z deck. Um, and the reason this episode exists is because somehow there was a technical glitch that meant that the uh, the content of the, of the podcast, about maybe the last 10 minutes, were not recorded. And I only realized the next day when somebody pointed it out to me. So it just cuts out, all the audio cuts out after 38 minutes and 15 seconds, which is a bummer. At the time, Zoe was uh, being um, smacked around by the Eater of the Depths. So what I'm going to do here is just briefly explain what happens between that and the uh, end of the episode, and then I'll give briefly my thoughts on the deck. So uh, if you don't care, just uh, skip this episode, but if you are in hooks to find out how Zoe did, just listen on. So um, to my recollection, this is what happened. Um, you'll remember that um, the Eater of the Dead was engaged with Zoe on the first location of the third depth, and... Um, She'd taken one hit in the enemy phase, and that had all gone on the enchanted armor, amazingly. Um, but then I drew snake form, I think it's what it's called, which meant that my machete didn't have any text on it, and none of my items had any text on it. So um, Zoe had to uh, use her bare hands, and with the curse of Yig putting a combat on minus one, it was a big of a t- bit of a tall ask given that the Eater of the Dead at that point had five combat and three agility. So basically, at a certain point after taking an, uh, one enemy round of damage, which is basically when the recording cuts out, the next turn I managed to evade the Eater of the Dead, get the clue on the location, and then move to a new location to explore and found a new location and moved to it. Now... I can't remember the name of that location, but it's the location where it starts with one clue and there's one shroud, but then you add clues to it equal to the shroud level. So immediately, Zoe ended up at a location with four clues on it, one one step away from the uh, currently exhausted but soon-to-be-ready Eater of the Dead. Um, so the Eater of the Dead readied at the end of that turn, and, and, and Zoe sort of drew cards and so on. Um, I didn't really have any good cards in hand at that point. Um, I had some stuff to commit, but not, you know, really only uh, kind of situational stuff. Certainly no card that says, uh, if there is an Eater of the Dead in play, discard it and win, which I, I have been petitioning MJ to uh, publish. Um, but uh, basically, I tried as best as I could to get uh, the clues of that location, but... Because I didn't have any multi-clue tech in my hand, uh, I was not able to get all the clues on that turn, which meant that I was hunted too by the Eater of the Dead, and uh, it did me damage again. So at that point, Zoe was at something like 6 damage and 5 horror or something of that order. So basically Zoe was pretty close to death at that point and had a massive... Uh, a subterranean beast from another dimension on her, which is never really a good day. So I can't quite remember exactly what happened uh, in sequence from then on, but I'm pretty sure that an enemy, maybe the pit keeper, I can't remember what it's called, who was in the um, pursuit area at the time, uh, when I advanced the agenda, that enemy got chucked into the starting location, which was one location away from where I was. So already I was in a pickle. I'd got two clues left on location, I think, 
He eats with the dead on me and an enemy sitting there waiting to hunt towards me at the end of this turn. So I was uh, on tenterhooks wondering if I could have any card in my hand that I could commit to evade each of the dead, maybe uh, get these clues and explore. Uh, as it happened, what I drew in the uh, draw and encounter card step of that Mythos phase was Curse of Yig. Now, I already had a Curse of Yig in my threat area, but there's nothing that stops you from getting multiples of those little buggers. And so having two of those meant that my health was reduced by two. Because I'd taken six damage from two smacks from the Eater of the Dead, um, as far as I could tell, I just instantly got defeated, tragically, because um, I couldn't put... I had a Bandolier in play, I had an Enchanted Armor in play, but I there was no damage being taken. It was just suddenly my health wasn't eight, uh, seven anymore, it was six, and I had six damage, and so uh, it was bye-bye Zoe. Um, now, I wasn't terribly cut up by that because I could pretty much tell that the best case scenario was that maybe I could evade the Eater, somehow get two clues, and then, uh, well, well that, if I'd done that, if I got, uh, evade first action, then clue, then clue, take the next two actions, that would have required some luck as well. Um, I would have then not been hit by the Eater of the Dead in the enemy phase, but... The, uh, the, the pits keeper enemy would have moved up and attacked me and done, I think, uh, horror, uh, damage to me sufficient to kill me. So, without drawing some kind of special card which would have allowed me to somehow get lots of clues in a small amount of time or to, you know, elusive away or something, which I didn't have, I was stuck and Essentially, there were two reasons why I uh, got defeated, I think. One was because I happened to advance the agenda just after I'd advanced the act, which meant I was uh, sitting in the opening location, in the first location of the depth, with no other locations in play. And immediately, the Eater of the Dead spawned on me. Um, and... Uh, I can't remember if I... No, I drew the Each of the Dead in the Mythos phase. Yeah, that's right. So it, I just drew it at the, precisely the wrong time, really. Had I been in a separate location, I could have maybe kept one step ahead of it. Um, so that's one reason, kind of bad luck. The second was that the deck kind of didn't really have the solutions that I needed, if I can put it that way. Um, it did have clue tech in it. It had some flashlights. It had some uh, scenes of the crime. It had a perception in it. But overall, Zoe's intellect is pretty poor. Two is not really good enough for most situations. And when I didn't have things in play, when I didn't have the flashlights, didn't have the scenes of crime left, um, I couldn't really clue as efficiently as I could. And also it was a big blow to not be able to use the machete properly because of that snake form. Um, now, I was particularly happy, sort of, uh, with how Enchanted Armor worked out. Now... Enchanted Armor did one thing for me. It stopped five damage or, and or horror uh, from hitting me. Uh, now, the question I posed at the end of the uh, recording, which has vanished to the mists of time last night, was would dodge have been better? Dodge is an, is an event, a fast event, which costs one and just cancels an attack. And yes, if I'd had dodge in hand, then I could have played it and... I mean, it wasn't in the deck, right? But if I had it in hand and I played it, I could have uh, had the same effect. Um, now, broadly, I think that dodge is, is probably more useful 
Certainly because it doesn't care about how big your uh, your willpower is. But what I did like about Enchanted Armor was that I could play it, and it only costs one as an asset, and then kind of not have to worry about it, know that I had a cushion in place, potentially, as long as I can draw the right chaos token. And that's not something you can have with dodge. You'd have to keep it in hand, and sometimes you can't keep stuff in hand very easily. Um, and so I think Enchanted Armor has a place, but um, it, it probably is better for lots of small hits than one big hit, although often you don't get that choice, do you? Um, so it strikes me that maybe it's a good choice for early campaign, weirdly, um, i.e. where the enemies are, are less likely to be colossal subterranean hell beasts and more likely to do sort of little clips of damage that you can kind of take... Uh, you can you can use the enchanted armor to protect against for a few times until it just becomes uh, too loaded with bad stuff. Um, other than that, I was kind of a little bit disappointed that I didn't get to play a lot of the fun cards that I had in my deck, but I did have a good time. I haven't played Zoe in years. I'm not even sure if I've ever played her. I've played... No, I have played her, yeah. I played her back in Dunwich when we started a a few scenarios, but uh, never properly. Um, and, uh, yes, it's whetted my appetite to play play her again, but actually build a, a deck that is uh, not quite as silly. But I wanted to thank uh, Martianist, Mark, again, for um, helping me <laughs> with the idea or providing the idea and uh, egging me on. Um, and uh, yes, if any of you have ideas for um, strange, weird, or just bad decks that you'd like me to try out or deck ideas, uh, please let me know. Get, get in touch with me on, on Discord or on the internet. My Twitter handle, which I haven't really um, said before on the on the cast, is uh, Dr. Preds, D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-E-D-S, Dr. Preds. Uh, feel free to send me a message and eventually I might log into Twitter and see it. Otherwise, thanks for listening to this. If you listen to it, apologies again for the technical snafu. And um, hope to see you next time, where hopefully I will be able to not only play Arkham Horror badly, but also not record badly. Bye!